Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Weight Loss for Women Over 40. I am so incredibly glad you are here today. Um, recently, the podcast has been climbing the charts rather rapidly, which is incredibly awesome. And I just want to give a shout out to Barbados because um, Weight Loss for Women Over 40 podcast was number one in the fitness category for the last, I don't know, couple weeks, almost a month. So whoever is out there in Barbados and you are listening, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, and that is not exclusive to everybody else who is listening out there, because like I said, the podcast is growing tremendously. Um, we are in the charts in the US, Canada, Australia, all over the world. So wherever you are in the world, I want to thank you for listening. So today's topic, we're going to talk about your to-do list. But before we dive into that, I want to share with you that if you want to learn how to rewire your brain for weight loss success and rejuvenate yourself with some tasty local cuisine and fun activities, then you are going to want to claim your spot for my upcoming rewire, refresh, and uh, rejuvenate retreats. That's a lot of R's. Maybe I should rethink the title. <laughs> anyway, our first destination is happening at a luxury retreat in the Northeast in the United States. So during this retreat, you are going to learn my aura method, which is a process that I use when I travel. So I don't gain any additional weight experience, engaging and energizing movement and stretching classes. We're going to do some fireside chats, lots of laughter. We're also going to tour the local area and do some fun and interesting excursions for you and the other retreat guests. Um, this is a going to be a very small and intimate retreat. We are only taking 10 people. So if you are ready to come travel with me and experience a retreat that will change your life and also how you travel, I want to invite you to apply for your spot in the next Rewire, Refresh, and Rejuvenate retreat. You can go to Nicole Simonin, that's my name, N-I-C-O-L-E-S-I-M-O-N-I-N.com slash retreat. And the Rewire, Refresh, and Rejuvenate retreats will be an experience that will continue to inspire you long after the trip is over. So let's dive into the topic. So do you have a to-do list? If you do, how long is it? Does your to-do list take up a whole legal page, both sides, and maybe even another page? When you look at your list, do you feel exhausted before you even start doing it? Before I learned and was really applying mindset work in my own life, I had this huge list of to-dos. I mean, we're talking pages and pages of legal pad pages, right? And I would get such satisfaction when I could cross something off the list. I would even add things to the list just so I could cross them off. But when I didn't cross them off, that was painful. And the more I saw what was not crossed off, the more awful I felt about me. This was, again, not apparent to me at the time because I didn't have that mindset skill sets that I have now, but it is glaringly obvious to me now as I look back. We all have these to-dos, these tasks, but why are we making what activities we've done tell us if we are good or not? 
part of this is tied to the perfectionist mentality and maybe some people pleasing traits that I believe most women were taught. Like you have to do everything and it has to be perfect. So let's take a look at what is on your list. I know I used to break down tasks. Like instead of saying dust, it would be dust the baseboards, dust the furniture, which I think is helpful in some respects. Um, like I know when I'm coaching clients and they have a hard time getting up for their workout in the morning or they're having a hard time doing something, we kind of chunk those tasks down into baby, baby bite-sized steps so that they can do it. But like on my list, it would be scheduled doctors and dentist appointments for myself and my kids, things like going grocery shopping or to call a friend. That was what I like to call my personal to-do list. And then there's the business to-do list, which again, back in the day would have been a hodgepodge of brain thought vomit spitting out all onto the paper, right? There would be tons of things on my to-do list. And guess what? Most never got done. Many things were never crossed off. And for a perfectionist and a high achiever like myself, <laughs> this is quite the ego ding. What was I making those uncrossed tasks mean about me? That I wasn't measuring up, that I wasn't good enough. Remember, it has to be perfect and perfect is everything that is crossed off on that list. Completed, finished, done. Now, current me, the one who has been working personally on mindset and teaching my ways to my clients does not have as long of a to-do list. But most importantly, I do not put my self-value or self-worth on whether I've crossed these tasks off or not. Does it still feel good to cross a task off? Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you about that. But I am not making it mean anything about me as a person. And I can absolutely use like what's being crossed off, et cetera, as awareness. So for instance, what did get crossed off and what didn't? Did it not get completed because I thought it would take me 30 minutes when really I needed an hour? Did I just not want to do it? Did something else come up that I chose as a bigger priority? So this type of awareness is great because it's going to point out the tasks that either never get done or keep getting pushed to the following week. And those weeks start snowballing into months and years. And I noticed I was doing this recently. I noticed that I kept putting off making my doctor's appointments for my personal yearly checkups. And I recognized I had done this in the past. And I think it's so important to get annual checkups. So you have a baseline for when you get older, right? <laughs> and I like, I wish that we could almost have, I think it was Star Trek. I wasn't a big Star Trek fan, but didn't they do like this body scan thing where they could tell where everything was and whatever was going on? Like, I wish we had that for like our yearly appointments, right? So we do a body scan at age 40 and then, you know, look at it five years from then or another five years. So when I'm 50, which is coming up, you know, I can compare and see, am I heading towards osteoporosis? What's going on? Can I adapt and be preemptive in my health? Anyway, a little side tangent on that. <laughs> But I do think it is important to get annual checkups and also, you know, to make sure your inner workings are running smoothly. And I asked myself, like, why do I keep pushing off these medical tasks? And what I realized is I was not putting me first. My health is very important to me. But if I was putting myself first, 
then I would have made those appointments right away. My actions were incongruent with what I thought was a value of mine, putting my health first. I also recognized that my thought pattern was, quote unquote, making the appointments will take too long. Then I have to find time on my calendar to actually go to these appointments, right? And in my brain, it just seemed like a waste of time. Now, here's the kicker. If you have worked with me, then this will probably be very clearingly obvious, but my thoughts and yours will always be exposed in your outcomes. So my thought was, I'm going to waste time. And guess how much time I have wasted by not making the appointments. So what is on your list? How long have certain tasks been on your list? Granted, there are some tasks that we don't get done because they really aren't that significant and could either be delegated to someone else or just completely dropped off the list. When you join the updated version of Lose It For The Last Time 2.0, you're going to have access to my it's as good as done method for deciding which tasks you want to get done and how to do them effectively and efficiently. And you can join the group at nicolesimonin.com slash group. You'll get lifetime access and you're also going to get the upgrades that will come over the future years. So the people that joined early in my group are experiencing all the grandfather or grandmothering, I guess you could say, of all the new concepts that are coming in. Because each year as I get better as a coach, that program will continue to be upgraded and up-leveled. So you benefit out of what I am learning and what I am teaching. So if you're interested in joining the group, go to nicolesimonin.com slash group. So having a to-do list, I think is really helpful. It organizes your thoughts on what you want to accomplish. And sometimes it can just be helpful just to get it all out of your head and on paper, right? So you can visually look at it. Um, and it also creates some space in your head, I think as well. But make sure you're not using your to-do list as a measure of whether you are a quote-unquote good person or a bad person. If your to-do list makes you feel bad or feel shame about you, then you might want to rethink how you're approaching your tasks. And if you want additional help, make sure you join the Lose It For The Last Time group program. Again, you get exclusive access to the as good as it's as good as done process. Plus, you're going to learn the foundational tools and skills you need to lose weight for the last time. So again, you can join today at nicolesimonin.com slash group. Have a beautiful day and I will talk to you soon.